Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast. My name is David Brown, along with my identical twin brother, Danny Brown. We're excited to have you join us again as we continue to explore topics on leadership and communication for driven professionals. We are here to support you. We want you to be your best and we want you to grow your influence and increase your value. So Dan and I are excited. We are thrilled to be able to share some thoughts with you today as we're gonna really dig deep into why it's important to know and tell your story. We all have stories. And I'll tell you, I love a story. And I'm sure you love a good story. And we all know that even stories that are great can be told in a way that makes them terrible. But you know what's amazing? You have a story today. And I believe without a doubt, the world needs to hear your story. People are going to be inspired. Some will be moved to tears. Some will be moved to action and increase their courage and conviction because of your story. People are going to get to know who you are, the real you. But before we talk about why it's important to know your story and why you should share your story, I want to let you know that there are several ways you can support our program. You can certainly subscribe and give our program a five-star review. And you can also share with your friends and your family members about this program. You can also go in there and become a financial supporter through Patreon. Our Patreon page is patreon.com forward slash DSB leadership speaking you'll become a patron and we'll also be in touch with you because patreon members and subscribers can become really what we call advertising through our podcast so we'll give you a radio spot we'll give you an advertising spot that's what this is for but let's get back to our episode and what we're talking about today what if i told you that your story needs to be told that your story really needs to be heard Let me put it another way. What if your story was never told? What if your story was never heard? What do you think, Dan? Well, Dave, after we think about all this, we got to remember at the end of the day, we're social beings. And there's some animal species that once they're at an age, they can take care of themselves. They never see their parents again. Right. Or their siblings. But there's other species where they need to be in a community in order to thrive and survive. And for us as human beings, we are social beings. We, we actually desire connection. We desire approval. We desire affirmation. These are the things that sometimes we forget. And that's why I'm fascinated. I love hearing people's story. So many times I think about the fact that our mother used to always tell us, and my dad said the same thing. We have two ears and one mouth. What does that mean, Danny? What does that mean, David? And I was like, uh, I don't know. He goes, you can, you literally listen twice as much as you speak. Right. So 
even at a young age, our parents were teaching us how to listen more. And now that I get older, I realize history is very, very powerful. And every single person has a unique story that honestly, we can learn something about and learn something from. And our story, we grew up identical twins. Of course, we grew up the exact same way, introduced to the exact same foods, the exact same sport, the exact same environment. And somewhere, somehow along the way, our experiences, our exposure, our responses have evolved differently. Yeah. Yet we're still the same. Even though the last 20 plus years we lived in different parts of the country, we still have the same thought process at times, the same mentality at times, the same competitive spirit at times. And that's what makes it so unique. So the audience today, what we're trying to help you understand is that if you can help find your story, it will help you speak with authenticity. That's very important. You have to own your story. This is going to allow you to be perceived as credible and as real. Because at the end of the day, people care about you sometimes more than the topic. And if they know that you're real, they know that it's really just you that they're getting, they're more likely going to pay attention. Dave? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. Are you a business owner looking for change? You've tried new marketing plans. You've updated your website, but you're stuck and can't move forward. I've got something different. How about a mastermind group, a forum in which you can exchange ideas and be held accountable for your actions over 30 days? Our next group begins December 5th. Check out Accept You, the letter U, coaching.com. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Yeah, and that's so true, Dan. And I can't tell you even over the last couple of weeks, sitting down and interviewing people for my Facebook public speaking group, talking to different people as potential guests for our podcast, you know, stories are amazing. And when you really get to know people and hear their stories, it moves you. I will ask this though. How can you share your story when there's so much pain? Mm. Don't you love hearing Dan's stories about people that have overcome pain and hardship, how they've turned those tragedies into incredible victories how were they able to break through? How were they able to defy the odds? How were they able to be the Davids to take down and the, the Goliaths in their lives? It's not just the romantic stories that we all love, because I do like romantic comedies, but it's the stories about resilience, the stories about finding strength, the stories of forgiveness, mm-hmm. stories of hope. This is why you can't throw out a great novel. This is why you can't become disinterested in some seemingly quote unquote boring story because it's sometimes 
those stories, those novels, you forget that the challenges, the heartbreaks, it's what the main character, the hero, what they have to overcome is what makes it so inspiring. Don't gloss over the difficulties of your life. Don't look at your life and say as if there's nothing you can offer. It's those challenges. It's those setbacks. It's those disappointments and heartaches. That's what sets up the incredible victory. Someone once told me, why would you throw away a good novel after chapters three, four, and five when they're all about heartache and pain? It's those chapters three, four, and five that makes that person the hero that you start to see in chapters eight, nine, 10. We do not want you to feel like your story is not important because what you're going through might resonate with somebody else and inspire them. This is why you gotta let your story be known. And as my brother Dan talked about, it's gotta be authentic and true to yourself. Yeah, that's, that's pretty powerful, Dave. I think about my wife and her family, um, actually when they were leaving their war-torn country, uh, coming to America. Just hearing that story about, I mean, one, her grandfather was a doctor, had his own practice, uh, had land taken away. Mm. Didn't matter. Didn't matter who you were, or what you were. If you didn't believe in the system, you were sent to a re-education camp. And so her family wrote this book, uh, actually from told from her grandfather's perspective before he, okay. before he passed away. I was blown away. I mean, it's not a movie or anything like that, but uh, it, it's, it's this autobiography. And they talked about having to practice, what it was like growing up. And so when I look at um, my mother-in-law and her, look at her siblings, and I look at the way they embrace living in America, and I look at all the things that are taking place, I can understand why this was important to them. And so when this book was being written, they were telling their portion of the story verbally. And even before laptops were created, right? Before there were technologies such as there's today, uh, there were people who would read or the, the, the scrolls, the scribe, and you would have to memorize everything. Yeah. Or maybe an elderly person was writing down his or her history. And so someone else had to write it down, write it down. We didn't have the big pens and, or pencils or, you know, they had to dip it in ink and let it dry. So there was a, there was a lot that we shouldn't take for granted in our generation today, period. We just shouldn't. So there's a lot of elements of a great story. Let's not get lost, right? There's a lot of elements of a great story. If you look at a movie today, and I would say this very important, a movie that has a person who goes, goes through adversity, goes through bad times, difficult times, uh, maybe like Batman, his parents died or a murder, whatever it may be. And you see this individual rise up and lift up, do great things for the society. You want a hero for something that is basic of us. In the very beginning, like we talked about, we're, we're a society who wants community. We want to belong. So we watch movies. We want to see that hero rise. We want to know, is there a villain? The villain could be a physical person. It could be society. It could be whatever it may be. But what is that story? And if they don't have those key elements, they've got to, they don't have those key elements, we will walk away. We will hate it. We won't like it. So it's the same thing we need to think about when it comes to public speaking. It's the exact same thing when it comes to sitting down with friends 
and you're being the main presenter with everybody around the room, you better have a framework. Otherwise, people are not going to not gonna pay attention. I mean, that's what I think about when it comes to sharing your story as well. Dave? Yeah. And Dan, I agree with that. I think it's so important to realize that every story has all those elements, the conflict, the struggle, the hero, the villain. What's the main point of the story? Why would that story matter to me? Hmm. And if you can internalize and personalize and make it about what you went through, how you overcame, that's going to inspire the masses. I think what's interesting, Dan, you talked about oral tradition and passing things down from generation to generation and thinking about what your wife's family had to go through, just to even come here, replant, start over, and in a sense, change everything from behind. I've heard stories of families being displaced because of war, because of economic challenges, and maybe in their country, they were doctors, lawyers, and they come here and they have to start off in as, as uh, kitchen help, or they have to start off working in landscaping. And it's challenging, but they they rebuild, they remake it. And that's what makes it inspiring. I think about even our lives, Dan, think about it from the standpoint of this. We grew up in a biracial home, mixed culture, mixed background. And there were times we didn't feel like we fit in. And we weren't Korean enough. We weren't African-American enough. We weren't American enough. We weren't whatever. And people say, well, who are you? What are you? And it, it used to bug me. But we had to learn to develop our own sense of confidence and awareness. And we learned to develop our story. And this is why our keynote, what we talk about teaching and training on understanding our identity, you've got to come to grips with that. Because until you do, until you become the hero of your own story, you won't tell it with a passion. You won't tell it with a conviction. You won't tell it in a way that will help others to understand who you are as a person, who you are as a being. And I'll tell you this, Dan, the saddest thing to me as a public speaking coach as a communications trainer is when I come across people who don't even know how to tell their own story. And this is why we got to do this. I think that's why it's important because we wanted our family to understand who we were. We wanted to understand who we were. And until we came to grips with it, until we owned it, until we were able to really have a passion behind it, we couldn't get it out there in the right way. I agree, Dave. I think um, you brought it up. I don't know what, what it what the reason is but all throughout our lives people kept asking us what are you <laughs> you 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 brought it up i mean even recently there's a friend of mine who i've known we, we started to become friends just recently and i don't know why it never occurred to me but in his mind he thought i was filipino and for years he thought i was filipino for years <laughs> <laughs> and, but I, I, we get together, we almost always talk about business because we're both technology background. We talk about cloud storage. Uh, we talk about the uh, storage on the back end and processors and, and how to migrate people from an on-prem solution to a cloud solution. So we talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then one day I, I told him what uh, I was working on. And he said, um, you're black? I was like, yeah, I'm happy because, dude, all this time, I thought you were Filipino. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's quite a, a phenomenal. Even when I was in the military uh, or even our freshman year when we went to Howard University, people could say, where are you from? Who are yeah. you? And I, I always found that at the, in the, my younger days, I did not like the fact that I was different from everybody. Mm. And we won't get into it today, but it was very difficult growing up 
not being accepted by society. And I think that what really helped us was the fact that we were identical twins, so we had each other. I will, I will state that the main reason why I did go to Howard University was because I wanted to be around my twin brother, David. So there is an aspect of that story that we can tell later, but we yeah. want to get back to how telling the story, just verbally telling the story became therapeutic. Yes. And I think sometimes people, they have a lot bottled up inside or they have a lot going on in their mind or their heart, but they don't talk to anyone about it. It's not always about speaking to find answers, but sometimes when you speak, others can relate to you or others can find strength in you and tell you that your message brought them hope. Yes. And so in essence, it gives you hope. Mm. That's why it's very important to tell your story. It's, it's very important that when you tell your story and you're being open, it brings you a sense of healing. Yes, it does. Believe it or not. So in essence, I do believe that telling your story does bring healing. When I sit down and I ask my mother, tell me what it was like when you were a kid. She just looks at me like, what are you talking about? Why are you asking this? <laughs> well, I know that sometimes you've, you've stated how you feel as an adult now. Yeah. And what was like moving and, and coming to America. So I want to hear about it. What was it like? And realizing that her sharing the story really brought a lot of joy to her that I mm -hmm. wanted to understand. Now, there's a TEDx talk given by Brene Brown, no relation to us. Uh, however, would be nice. It could, yeah, it could be us, right? One day. Uh, but Brene Brown talked about the power of vulnerability how this was the doorway to intimacy. So if you get an opportunity, please go listen to the TEDx Talks. I love TEDx Talks. We've had several friends that actually done TEDx Talks. They were minorities and they spoke more on the diversity and inclusion aspects, the DNI aspects. However, Brene said, there's something special. There's just something very special and freeing yeah. in being vulnerable about your imperfections. Nothing will get the audience more engaged to you than to show a little vulnerability. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean you put yourself down. True. I'm not asking you to go up there and be a klutz and so that people can laugh at you. We're talking about getting the audience to draw into you because now they see the real you. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's about. When you tell your story and you tell your story from a sense of vulnerability, nobody wants to hear how you're a multimillionaire and, and you just had this great idea and everyone gave you thousands and thousands of dollars and made it happen. But they want to know, hey, look, your parents didn't have much money, so they gave you the garage. Mm. Start your practice. How many billion dollar companies can we think of today that started in a garage? Amazing, right? Think about Hewlett Packard, HP. Did anyone ever ask why it became HP and not PH? It's called a flip of a coin. Oh, my gosh. So there's a lot of stories that actually started that way. Yeah. When I think about my background, our background, Dave, and what, how we grew up, our father was in the military. We traveled all over the world. And that's one of the blessings I will say I love more than anything else, not just growing up mixed, but living all over the world. I remember when we lived in Germany, I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the same country. These, these people were putting people to death, put them in the gas chamber and go to the country. They just loved you. Yeah, they're so friendly, the nicest people in the world. They put that stuff behind them. And if you want to talk about it, they'll talk about it. They have no, they have no issues bringing it up and talking about it. They're not trying to bury history. 
Yeah. Unlike certain parts and aspects of our own country here. But they were just the friendly people. I loved living in Germany for three years. It was amazing. I had the best friends. We played soccer. Uh, we would go out and, and hang out with people that in our neighborhoods. It was just the, probably the, one of the best uh, countries we've ever lived in. Yeah. And I had preconceived notions before I even moved here. I agree, Dan. I, I tell you, I love Germany. Love the food. Love the people. So welcoming. So inviting. And as you said earlier, Dan, it wasn't this sense of they're going to look at us like we're Americans and what's wrong with you people? Why are you really here? But we loved it. It's really one of the most beautiful countries I've ever been to. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you, when it comes to Europe, it's probably an area I would love to go visit over and over again, just because of the experiences we had there, the people that invited us. We're not going to talk about Oktoberfest and all that kind of area, but it was just great. I loved it. And I think what, what really inspires me, Dan, is when I meet other families from that type of background, I've met other people from different Facebook groups, different people online, people I've met through our community and church that have a similar background that we do. You know, they grew up overseas. They were born in mixed families, or maybe they were separated at birth and then they found each other years later. These are such inspiring stories. I can't tell you how I love listening to stories. And I'll, and I'll, I'll talk about this in a moment because I think it's so important that our listeners understand that, they've got to get their story out there. Think about it. There was there was literally for years, centuries, Dan, no, like you mentioned earlier, no no press. There wasn't a Gutenberg press. There was no way of keeping records other than oral tradition. And we've got to be willing to get it out there and share it. Our children need to hear our stories, okay? They don't need to hear that we've been the greatest thing since sliced bread. They need to hear the true us because they see the true us. That's why it's important. You know, what's interesting, we're talking about stories. I'm going to throw this out, Dan, if you don't mind. Our listeners may hear me from time to time say brownie. It's not because I love the dessert brownies, although they're pretty good. It's really a part of our story. When Dan and I were in high school and people didn't quite know who was who, and Dan was humble enough to say that Dave spoke at least more than he did, but I'm a talkative person, so is Dan. And so one of our friends, Matt, actually said, hey, Brownie, Dan turned around first. It was like, okay, which way are you turned around? Dan said, Dan, everybody, Dan's name is Brownie. When you say Brownie, that's Danny. You know, and so it just became a way for people to identify us and it stuck, it stuck on you. So if our listeners hear me from time to time say Dan or Brownie, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. And that's part of our story. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you a business owner looking for change? You've tried new marketing plans, you've updated your website, but you're stuck and can't move forward. I've got something different. How about a mastermind group, a forum in which you can exchange ideas and be held accountable for your actions over 30 days? Our next group begins December 5th. Check out Accept You, the letter U, coaching.com. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners, 
for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. So, Dan, let me ask this. We're going to talk about this for a moment, but how does somebody begin to even grasp their own story? I think that's a good question, Dave. I think in order to grasp your own story, we need to do a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And self-reflection is very good. Uh, we need to ask. We need to look. We need to think to understand ourselves. Yeah. Meditation has been one of the things that my wife has really been pushing me to do more of. This sense of just being in silence. And at times I'm sitting down thinking to myself and then I'm trying not to think because I'm meditating. And when I'm not thinking and I come out of my meditation, I feel like I've had a chance to understand a little bit more about who I am. Mm. One of the things I would tell you when we look at memorial moments, right? Recently there was 9-11 that took place and uh, we celebrated here, a lot of people around here and reflect about what happened during that time. Um, There's other historical events in our lives, accidents, deaths of loved ones, uh, birth of our children. I remember with my two daughters, I cried when they were born. Um, So all these things are a specific event that happened to you. So the very first thing we need to do is we need to reflect. And we need to think about what are the elements of a great story. We talked a little bit about it. We didn't go too in depth into it, but we spoke a little bit about how movies are made. How do you draw the audience in? What do you get them to want to do? What is the end goal of what you want them to do? How do you get them to follow a character? How do you make that character a hero? How do you make that individual overcome things? What's the hook? What is that one thing or two that's going to get the audience to be like, that's it. What's the conflict? How did you break through? There's so many powerful motivational speakers. When they speak, you hear their stories. It blows me away. Uh, one of our favorite speakers, E.T., right? You hear a story, yeah. dropped out of, trapped out of high school, was living in, in abandoned buildings. Abandoned buildings. Now, this guy is a powerful motivational speaker, yes. and he has his Ph.D. now, a doctorate degree. <laughs> a doctorate degree from a guy living in abandoned buildings. Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. So... We won't get into the whole aspect of, of the elements of all the great stories, but always look at yourself. Look at a book, look at a movie, find out what the theme is, find out what the elements of that story is, and then look at how they got you. Look at how they brought you in. Look at how you were drawn to the character, their, through their vulnerability, through their hardships and things like that. And then look at your own self, reflect on your own self. What history did you go through? What events happened in your life? What are you doing every day in order to grow. And those are the aspects you can craft when you go and speak to where people are going to be drawn in. Dave, I mean, what do you think, Dave? What do you think about uh, the fact that even even in your own workshops, when you work with people, how do you get individuals you work with to be vulnerable, Mm. to work with you so that in your workshop, in your courses that you're teaching them, the importance of being vulnerable, the importance of saying it in a sentence, how do you get them to drop their guard? so that they can become better speakers? <laughs> Dan, that's a good question. I'll tell you this. I've learned over the years that I first have to become vulnerable. And when I'm vulnerable, they they have a, an easier time opening up to me. And, um, and I also think it takes practice. It takes practice doing that. But the thing I learned is that if you're open and honest with who you are, where you've been and how you've messed up, 
it really helps them to open up as well. And I can't tell you how many times I've been inspired by listening to other people share their story. Yeah, and think about this. We all know where we were at when 9-11 happened. We all know where we were at when Katrina happened. There are moments, and you mentioned this, in our lives where we can vividly pinpoint what we were doing, where we were at, what we were thinking, the conversations we were having. And some of the most incredible stories come from nowhere seemingly. But tragedy, great moments like births of your children, your wedding day, these things bring up incredible stories. And that's the hook you were talking about, Dan. But here's the thing that I've learned about reflecting what you want to see in your students, reflecting what you want to understand how to draw out of them. I had to learn, as you mentioned earlier, to be a better listener. There was a retirement community where my family and I would serve every month. And what's interesting is in one of these retirement communities, we would go by, my daughter would paint the nails of some of the, the elderly residents there. My son would play games like checkers or chess. And I would go and deliver sometimes a, a message of hope or a message from the Bible. And then I would go and listen to the different residents. And it was really a great joy of mine because I wanted to be able to know their story. And the sad part about this, Dan, is how many of them never get to tell their story? And there was this one particular lady, an older lady, beautiful lady. And every time I would go there every month, she would grab me and say, hey, pastor, I want to tell you my story or tell you something. And she would tell me the same story as it was the first time, as if it was the first time I ever heard it. And in her mind, because she had some struggles with her mental health, she forgot she had told me that story. And so she told the same story over and over again, and she told it with the same passion. There are times she lit up, her eyes lit up, Dan, and there are times she had this big smile about how she met her husband and the names of her children. It was amazing. And I had to learn to become a great listener. And when I became a better listener, I learned to become a better storyteller myself. Because there are people out there, Dan, that need to hear our stories. Yes, there are people out there that are gifted. They can tell a story. That's their strength. That's their gift set. But it's not just about them, it's about your story. And I remember having a conversation, we talked about this one leader. He said he made it his goal to not make him the hero, himself the hero. I thought that was interesting. When you lead an organization, he's like, I'm always the hero, I'm the leader. He said, I want my people to be the heroes. And when they see that they're the hero and they find themselves in the greater story, find their own story, but then find themselves in the greater story of the company, then the company grows even more. And that's what I love because there are people out there that don't know their story. They don't know where they fit in. And if they can grasp that, it makes the overall story an incredible pleasure. You know, I appreciate you sharing that, Dave. And I want to make sure the audience understands today, everyone, not some, not some, everyone has a story. So what's yours? Maybe the next time you tell your story, you will actually impact or change someone's life. You just never know. Everyone has a story. I'm so excited that Dave was able to line up, not one, but two different sets of twins that we will be interviewing. So 
you'll not only get a chance to listen to us, but you get a chance to listen to other sets of twins as well, which I find awesome. And one set of twins are entrepreneurs. Yeah. Just like we are. Both of my brother and I decided during all odds during COVID that we needed to expand our businesses, that we needed to go after our businesses and not take security and going back to a, a huge corporate job. Nothing wrong with that. But people will tell you, hey, that's the worst time to, go, to do your business. That's the worst time to launch. I think that's going to help us have a great story. So remember, your story is very important. We want you to share your story. At DSP Leadership Group, we will help you craft and tell your story. What are you working on? Could storytelling support your platform, support your message? The next time you're in an elevator and you have 60 seconds, where do they get 60 seconds from? Is there like a 13, 14, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 story building? And they said it takes 60 seconds to go from all the floors. Whoever gets at the top of the floor and goes all the way down to the bottom. I don't, I don't know. I have to research that. But you have 60 seconds to give your elevator pitch. What's your story? I would tell you, don't start off with your title and how awesome you are. Be vulnerable. Talk about yourself. Let them know who you are, what you are, and why they should take an interest in you. So as we close this out, remember, even you, yes. even you, you have a great story. And if you need help crafting your story, if you need help putting your story in the right place, the right position, so that others can be impacted, reach out to Dave, reach out to me, reach out to the DSB Leadership Group. We will help you. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.